So that's a sample of what uh, we did. A lot of pictures, a lot of information there. But hopefully uh, you got a little glimpse of what uh, our week was like. And again, we just want to say thanks. And so what we're going to do now is what we did in the evenings was after the main session, we'd come back to camp and we'd give them instructions. And then we'd break into age-specific groups uh, with um, just talk about our day. So we're just going to do a little sample one of those groups today for you. And so uh, I've got Audrey Adig and Kenna Bixby and Natalie Goodman, Joe Pointer and Nathan Brewer. And they're representing some of the different groups that were in our um, camps. And so uh, we would just talk. And so our theme was elements and uh, they talked about fire and earth, water and air and we were just thinking on our way home, it's coming through Kansas, western Kansas on Friday night, we experienced every one of those when there were like tornadoes nearby, blowing dust, uh, lightning, uh, it was kind of a great, and rainstorm, so we kind of experienced all of those elements on the way home in that fashion. But we're going to uh, do some Bible passages that go with each of those uh, elements, and we're going to ask some questions. Um, there were over, and I don't have the specific number, last time I checked, there were 106 baptisms out there at NYR, but I heard it was over 140 that were out there. We had baptisms, and we had uh, two baptisms in our group that week, and another one that's uh, going to be coming shortly, and we'll talk a little bit about that later as well. Uh, and when I was talking with a preacher that brought a group from Louisiana, and he says, one of the things that's good about NYR is that it gives people and young people grit. Grit, you understand what this means, it's toughness. And we're in the elements, uh, rain comes, our tents get wet, we get dirty, we're with lots of people, we're uncomfortable, we're tired, and so we just learn some grit. And I think that's one of the values that we have through this experience. And one of the ways that we describe what we want to do with our young people here at Berlin Church is that we want to raise up resilient followers of Jesus. That's what Michael's been talking about with our young people. And so we want resiliency. We want some kids with grit. And NYR is one example of how we can raise up those gritty followers of Jesus. And so the first element that we talked about on the first day was, was fire. And I've asked Audrey to read from Exodus chapter 3, verses 2 through 5. And it's describing uh, God meeting Moses at the burning bush, the bush that was on fire. So Audrey, would you read that verse? And I'll give you the microphone. Thank you. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Why the bush does not burn up. Thank you. And so I just want to encourage you as you're uh, going through these um, elements, fire, water, earth, uh, wind, just as you're reading your Bible, just pay attention. It's, it's frequently you're going to encounter some of this in, in your Bible. So one of the questions I just want to ask you guys, we'll start with Nate, is uh, what was one of your favorite highlights from the trip? What was a memory that just stands out when you think of our week? Yeah, so the highlight for me was on the last day uh, we were talking about wind. It was Johnny Scott, and he said something. He said, uh, my job is obedience and that God will do the rest. And that kind of stuck out to me because I need to let God do the rest more okay. in my life. Okay, so my, my job is obedience and God does the rest. Thank you. Joe, what was one of your highlights, buddy? Um, I think one of my favorite highlights in this trip was uh, mostly the classes, so we... Uh, in classes, we uh, got in different groups. High school boys had a class, high school girls had a class, um, junior high kids, etc. And um, 
I just remember from my class specifically that uh, we had a man named Drake, and he would teach us boys how to become, how to leave our childhood behind and become men of God, how to become sons of God, how to respect others, how to love your family, and how to just respect women in general, and how to become a better son of God. And I learned a lot from that class to prove myself how to be a better man. Thank you, Joe. Um, so we've got our mug group. Some of you are in the mug group, and we're reading the book, The Men We Need. And uh, Walker came home, came back from class that first day, and he's like, it sounds like we're, he's doing the book that we've been studying. It's like, this is the same thing. And so I met with the teacher, Drake, and he, I said, hey, my son was you know, reading this book, and he's like, I just finished that book. And he's like, yeah, there's a lot of those themes that were coming. So it was nice for these young men, these boys, to be encouraged and challenged. Here's what a godly man looks like. This is what godly men do. And so uh, we did a lot of fun. We played hard. But uh, there was 10 worship services that these folks in, uh, had the opportunity to experience. So 10 sermons, you know, from Sunday through Thursday, two a day, morning, evening. Uh, they also had classes. Uh, some of these, co- the college kids got up at 7 or 7.30 was your class. Seven, wait, the class was at 7. The class was at 7 a.m., so they're going to class at 7 a.m. They're going to worship at 9 a.m. to 10.30, and then some of them did another class till lunchtime. So while there was a lot of fun, there was a lot of content and Bible teaching. That's one of the things I value about NYR is it's just really solid, good Bible teaching. Uh, so Natalie, it's first time for you to go out to Nationwide Youth Roundup. You brought your kids, and so tell us one of your favorite highlights. Well, there's so many, um, but besides uh, being a proud mama, um, Max decided to become baptized. Uh, My other highlight would be uh, the hiking up the mountain, uh, Mount Bennett. It It was tough, and I did a lot of praying to get up that mountain, but it was worth it. Cool. Thank you. Kenna, how about you? Favorite highlight? Audrey? Um, I think my favorite part was definitely seeing that my prayers didn't go unanswered. Um, just seeing some of the friends I brought on the trip, like, out there worshiping, surrendering their hearts to the Lord, it brought me to tears, and it really was just a reminder that our prayers do not go unanswered. You just got to be patient. Cool. Thank you for that. So, so we talked about fire on the first day. The second day, we talked about earth. And I want Kenna to read uh, one of the sermon texts from that day. It was from Luke chapter 19 verses 1 through 10. It's a story of where Jesus meets Zacchaeus. And so, Kim, if you'd read that verse for us. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short and he could not see over the crowd, so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay, stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to, gone to be the guest of the sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here now I 
give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Thank you. So... Uh, we talked a little bit about what it means to be lost and what it means to be found. Uh, last year, we got home from Nationwide Youth Roundup, and uh, as we normally do, uh, we have to air out the tents, you know, because we always pack them up in the morning where it's wet. And so we're setting up the tents from you know, this last whenever, and uh, one of the tents came home missing a pole. And I'm like, you kids. What's so hard about putting everything back in the bag? And so the tent's sort of useless because there's this missing pole. Uh, so this spring, just a few weeks ago, we ordered a new pole. We were out there in June. I'm like, let's go see if that pole's still on the hell site. It's, it's got to be there somewhere. We didn't see it. Well, Friday afternoon, the kids all get up, and they start setting up these tents, and Carter Claire comes down, and, he, and guess what he found? He found the pole that had been up there all year long. So kudos to Carter Claire for being diligent and uh, outshining all the other rascals that couldn't find it last year, and myself included couldn't find it last month. So uh, it's always nice to find what you've lost. And Jesus comes to seek and to save the lost. And so day one was really just hard-hitting. You need to know you're lost before you can be found. You need to come to grips with, I'm in trouble, or I've done something wrong, and I need that help. And so that was uh, the key of, of being lost and found and uh, with, with the whole earth. And I think the sermon, I missed the early morning one, but I think you, you think about the tree and the cross coming from the earth uh, that, G, that God used to, to rescue us. Through Jesus, So that's a, a key theme uh, that we talked about in the week as well. So my next question that, that resonates with this, you know, how, how did this week change you? How did this week change you? And I'll just let you guys decide how you, who wants to go first. So who wants to go first? How did this week change you? How else? Joe, how did this week change you, buddy? Well, um, I think that this week changed me by uh, knowing who I am as a son of God and that uh, I become closer with him in spirit and in um, my mental being has uh, been saved. Like, a, like, like I had to like endure this trip, like just traveling 21 hours in a cramped up van and... Uh, you have to be mentally prepared for this trip and physically prepared to mm -hmm. endure. And I endured and uh, walked with Christ while I was here in the Valley of the Mountains. Cool. Thank, thank you for sharing that. So our identity, it's important to know who we are. 
And we are followers of God. We are God's kids, and he loves us. So thank you. And it takes some endurance, which is what we're going to talk about uh, before we leave. Uh, Weston's going to read a verse about endurance, because we studied through the book of James as well. So anybody else want to share how your week was changed, how God changed you this week? Typical. This is a typical small group experience. Okay. <laughs> how about one more person share? I prepped them for all these questions, so I know they're ready. Um, I guess one of the things, um, when you're in small groups and you get to talking, you kind of realize uh, during, when you're not on the mountain and you're at home, you kind of get into a routine of doing things and you run out of time, I guess is how you, you put it in your mind to, to get into the Bible, to pray, you know. And that was something that I realized that kind of started happening. So this trip really prepared me for now coming back. I need to change that. Okay, cool. We've, we had a lunch at Pizza Ranch in St. Joseph, Missouri yesterday. They were very kind and generous to us. And uh, one of the final things I said before we made the final kind of leg of the trip home was, um, what's something you want to start when you get back home? What's something you need to stop? Maybe what's something you just need to change? You just need to tweak a little bit. And I think that's something good for all of us. Those are just good things. Is there something I need to start doing? Is there something I need to stop doing? Maybe there's something I'm doing and it just needs to change a little bit. So that's just kind of always put those questions out in front of you uh, that can help you in your walk with Jesus. And so that's what I hear you saying in that. So thank you. Day three, we talked about the element of water. And we did experience water on this trip in a variety of ways. On Friday afternoon, thankfully, they had all the tents set up. They weren't tied down perfectly with rain flies and everything. So some things did get wet when the thunderstorm came through Friday afternoon. And uh, there were some wet sleeping bags. But uh, thankfully, we had extras. And I don't think anyone had to go to bed wet that night. Um, and so uh, we experienced a lot of water. It rained most days. Uh, we got to go to a water park. That was a fun time. We got to go swimming. Uh, so we had some good experiences with water as well as celebrating some baptisms that we'll talk about. Uh, and so one of the key verses that was shared on the day when they taught us about water was Acts 2, verse 38. And Joe Pointer will read that for us. So then Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and they shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you. So repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. You'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Thankful for that picture. And uh, we talked a lot about baptism. uh, And I did a baptism lesson at at picnic tables. And I had about 10 people uh, sit in on an hour lesson. I just taught them the five, five parts of following Jesus. You need to have faith. You need to confess your faith to him. You need to repent, be baptized, and then continually faithful in your relationship with God. And so that was a fun experience about baptism as well. And so uh, next question I want to ask you guys is, uh, what was your favorite conversation? You probably had lots of conversations with people. So what was a favorite conversation? So Audrey, you hear I start? Taylor and Serena come over with me, 
and um, I prayed over them, and we just talked things out, and it was amazing to see how the Lord moved in them, and then also, Brenna came up to me and asked me what, who to go to if she wanted to get baptized, and it was just like a blessing to see that she wanted to come for, to me for that, and yeah. Cool, good. Nathan, how about you? Yeah, so um, in the beginning of the week, I was kind of questioning, like, why am I here? This is a youth roundup. I'm 20 years old. I'm not really a kid. I'm not really a leader. So, like, what's my purpose? Um, I ended up telling a couple friends, like, I'm not coming back. This is going to be my last year. Um, and Michael had actually asked me and Ben to lead the small group for the college guys. Um, and we got to talking in there, and I, I ended up telling them that, telling the whole group that. And I had somebody say, like, well, I can say that I'm pretty glad you're here. Like, you've been here for me a lot. Um, and throughout the week, I just had a lot of that. People crying would come up and hug me. Um, and so those conversations of people telling me, like, I'm glad you're here kind of opened my eyes. And so I plan on going back again. Awesome. So. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. You, you still have a few more years to, though it still applies for the Nationwide Youth Roundup. You're still, still young at heart. So I'm thankful for you, Nate. Um, one of our goals this year is leadership development. And so we talked about that when we were preparing, you know, months ago. What are some ways we can develop leaders on this trip? And we said, you know, let's give these kids some, some leadership opportunities. And so that's a key example of, of what that looks like. So one more. How, favorite conversation? Joe? Yeah, um... Actually, I think um, one of my favorite conversations was with um, uh, his, his name was Drake. He was, uh-huh. uh, he was teaching the class for the high school uh-huh. boys. And uh-huh. after the class, I went up to him and I shook his hand. I introduced myself. And uh, I, just, I, just th- I just thanked him for telling me who I am, like telling me who I am as a man, like to uh, know my own, my own identity as the son of God. And I just really appreciated him for that. And I cool. uh, thanked him for that. Great. Um, we got to also do some shopping. Uh, there is an outlet mall in Castle Rock, so we took the kids to go blow some money. And so we're running around the, the outlet malls for a couple hours. And um, Zach, one of our other adults that was on the trip from Kansas, he was in one of the stores, and we were wearing our green shirts. And one of the gals that worked at the, the store, she's like, you guys in the green shirts, you've been very respectful. So you should be very proud of our team. It didn't embarrass us uh, a thousand miles from home. Uh, but it's just, it's just nice to hear that. And we, we kind of put it to them, you know, remember who you are, remember who you're representing, you're representing Jesus, your family, your church, uh, and so they represented you well. So you should be proud of them. Uh, and so all these green shirts were around Castle Rock for a couple hours, and people took notice of this group. So you should be very proud of them. Uh, I want to read, uh, I want Nathan to get ready to read Acts 4, 7 through 13, uh, the final element we talked about was wind and uh, the Holy Spirit, and it was, a, it was powerful. You really can't say Holy Spirit and, Holy Spirit and power just go together, and uh, it's in the text as well that Nathan's going to read. So uh, this was shared uh, the final night of the sessions uh, by a pastor named uh, Johnny Scott. So this is Acts 4, 7 through 13. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter filled the Holy Spirit said to them, filled with the Holy Spirit said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, 
It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished and took note that these men had been with Jesus. Thank you, Nathan. And so, um, God, the encouragement was when you come down from this mountain, you don't go home alone. Have the Holy Spirit with us. And so I just want you to know that uh, you're not alone. Uh, You've got a church family here uh, for those who have received Jesus and have have claimed him as your Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Uh, And so know that you're not alone. And I just want to continue to just pray that the Holy Spirit just leads us, leads our church, and that these young people in these green shirts can encourage and inspire us as adults because let's be honest as adults we kind of get stuck on our ways and we just kind of like to be comfortable and i just love young people because they've got a lot of energy got a lot of excitement uh there's still some rough edges to buff off and some some just uh youthful inexperience that you know us older adults can help them with but uh, we can we can gain a lot from these young people so i'm proud of them Uh, and so what we talked a little bit earlier was uh, nationwide Youth Roundup gives you grit. It's just tough. It breaks people down. Uh, people cry, uh, and it's kind of nice to get broke down. Uh, we don't uh, have phones, and so uh, that's just beautiful to see these kids without their phones for 10 straight days. I love that about them uh, because I just try to say, talk to real-life human beings, you know, creating the image of God. That's really important um, and so that was good. Uh, we even had our mug group up on the mountain. Uh, so the Wednesday night group, Wednesday morning group that meets at Rick Carr's house, uh, since there were several of us, we, one of Nathan said, let's, let's have our group up on the mountain. So I was proud of that, that they just initiated that. I wasn't like dragging them. They're like, let's do it. So there's a lot of things that, that happened. But we gained a lot of perseverance. And this was probably the theme verse of, of kind of the week. And I said it uh, for them pretty much when they got on the mountain when I, we started passing out shovels and pickaxes and said, start digging out tent sites. Um, and we, we would say it when we go on our hike and just different things. And uh, it was just consider it pure joy when you encounter struggles and trials of many kinds. And so James was one of those uh, lesson verses throughout the week. Uh, so uh, there's another verse of James that, that Natalie is going to read for us from James chapter 1. Uh, James chapter 1, 19 through 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Cool. And so we had opportunities to live that out when you're with 50 people for 10 straight days, cramped up in vans for lots of hours. Uh, It's nice to be reminded to be slow to speak uh, and slow to become angry. Uh, and to be listeners of God's word and doers. So I just want to say on behalf of our team and our team leaders, special shout out to all of our adults who took vacation time to be with these people. Uh, you know, they've got a, they gained a lot, but it's still, I mean, they could have spent their vacation a lot of ways, and they chose to spend it investing in these young people. Special shout out and thanks to all of, all of our adults for helping, cooking, cleaning, staying up late, uh, and just the challenges that comes with, with wearing the robe of leadership. I just want to say a special thanks to them. Thank you, Berlin Church, uh, for your investment. 
uh, and it's going to continue to bear fruit for many years to come. And uh, one of those is through some baptisms that we're going to show you right now. Maybe. I hoped, I tried to make that transition really smooth. <laughs> Thank you. We can go have a seat.
Good job, guys. Thank you, Michael. I invite our praise team to go ahead and come on up stage, on the stage, too, to get ready for our closing song. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll hold that for you. Uh, two announcements that are happening here this week that I want you to know about. Uh, one is uh, visitation for Jerry Lynch, one of our dear brothers, uh, faithful follower of Jesus. We're going to have his visitation here tonight uh, from 4 to 7 p.m., uh, so if you'd like to participate in that. And then uh, again tomorrow here at the church, uh, visitation, 10 a.m. The funeral will be at 11, and we are providing the dinner for the family. So if you want to help in any way, uh, you can see Cheryl Pippen. She'll be coordinating the meal tomorrow. And so we just want to uh, extend our love to Mary Lou and uh, Dave and family. I just know that we love you, and I'm just honored um, for Jerry's faithfulness to the Lord and this church. And for many of you, Jerry Lynch was probably the first person you met when you came through these doors because he, he was a good preacher and he knew that it was good to welcome people and give them a good first impression. And so um, we just love your family and we want to rally around you at this time as we celebrate his life and faithfulness to the Lord Jesus. Also, a second thing that's happening this week, more for prayer, but I do need uh, a few helpers with this as well. Uh, I'm excited. This, um, uh, this Wednesday, we're going to feed lunch to the new teachers in the New Berlin School District. This is the first time we've done this, and so uh, I think if I understand what happens, that they kind of do their orientation day, and they take them on a bus ride through the school district, and I talked to the superintendent, Mrs. Larson, and I said, hey can we fix you guys lunch and work your tour to where you just come and have lunch at church? So don't you think it's nice that these new teachers that are going to be investing in our young people and one of their first experiences in our school district is the church? And not just our church. I'm hoping that I can, we can kind of spread this where other churches would do this hosting. So does that sound cool? Like, that's really cool. So pray up uh, Wednesday from 12 to 12.45. Here's the ask. I want six or seven kids, it can be grade school uh, through high school, six or seven of you to come and help serve uh, and just, you know, bring them their drinks, whatever we're feeding them. If you need help getting good grades, this may be a very good start. <laughs> just saying, this may be, no, I'm just, that's joking. But it'd just be a neat way to welcome, but I, wanna, I want them to see some of, some of our kids uh, in action. So if you want to do that, uh, probably like from 11 to 1-ish, 1, 1.30 uh, would be that time commitment. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, let us know. But what's one way we can love our community and support our school? We talked about James in our, in our classes this week. And one of the theme verses in James uh, that we talked about was James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. So I asked Weston if he would read those verses. And then uh, we'll, we'll close with prayer and a song. Have a hunch you're going to follow us today. Uh, we are so, so glad that you supported us. These kids can teach us a lot. And so if you're prompted by the Holy Spirit to say, I think it's time for me to step into the waters of baptism, then let's make today that day where that process starts. Know that we love you. I'm going to be by the prayer wall as we leave. Be happy to pray with you. Uh, but let me pray now, and then we'll stand and sing. Father in heaven, thank you, thank you, thank you for safety. Uh, Lord Jesus, we know that taking uh, 50 people uh, 2,000 miles on a trip in several vehicles uh, is, is a, a big undertaking. And we just want to praise you for faithfully providing uh, fuel and food 
and the wonderful experience in your creation that you have given to us. So I pray that uh, the word that we have shared today will not return void. Uh, I pray for families to be strengthened. I pray that you would provide for the needs of this church, of this community, and of every person in this room and those watching online. Lord, we need your help. And so we pray for strong families. We pray for those who are sick. We thank you for answering our prayers. We love you, Jesus. Help us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.